So when it comes to Mount Rushmore of the NBA players, who do you have in your top four? I'm not trying to ask who your goal is because people think I'm not trying to. We here. Okay. Make sure. We like that. We here. I'm making sure the listeners are here because they're going to look in and be like, oh, y'all saying uh, Bernard King? Bro, no. I'm not saying that. Patrick, you and a Bernard King and Whisper. No, brother. Sorry, Knicks fans. We're not doing that. No. What I'm trying to say is, there's a certain table when it comes to NBA players. Who are the four people at this table? That's the conversation about to have, okay? Y'all good, people listening? YouTubers? Everybody else? Okay, this is the conversation we're having. So take the GOAT conversation. To Shannon Sharp in the first take and everybody else. We ain't doing that. Okay. So now we we, we here. So when it comes to this table, this round table of uh NBA Hoopers, bro, who is in your Mount Rushmore? Yo, what's going on everybody? Guess what? This is a special day for you guys because this is an episode of the B-Ball Jones Podcast. Any day we drop, this is just like, it should technically be a holiday. For some reason, it's not. But we're going to work on that later. It's not It's not our problem. It's y'all problem. But yes, another episode of the B-Ball Jones Podcast featuring my guy, Defensive Player of the Year, Nelson Haskin. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? How are you? I am, I'm great, man. Um, I'm just say God is good, bro. That's, I'm just leave right there, man. God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. Hey, boy, I know you grew up in the church. <laughs> man, hey, we here, my boy. We here. It's <laughs> true. Hey, that call and response, bro. You see somebody out in the public, you already know what's up, bro. Like, hey, God is good all the time. And all, all the, the time, time, God is good. Hey, God you know you grew up in the church, bro. But <laughs> you might become best friends after that. My man, what's going on, man? I got what's up, my brother? Uh, let me talk to you. But yeah, man. Say your name, Hey, you're gonna talk for like two weeks, but you don't even know that brother's name, man. Like, what's your name, man? By the way, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's talk basketball, man. People want to hear us talk like this, but anyway, man. Uh, so some interesting stuff has come along, uh, recently. A guy that you know, your boy Shannon Sharp loves so much, he uh. Accomplished a milestone, man. He has passed Carl Malone to be second overall leading scorer in the NBA, man. So that's that's not a small feat at all, man. For for anybody, I don't care who it is, to get into that level of um, that stratosphere of record books is, is amazing, you know. So, uh, how you feel about what are your overall thoughts on that, man? Like for LeBron to be second right now, man. Like that's that's really crazy, man. What you think about it? I mean, I think it's amazing, man. Like, honestly, like, like there, I don't think there's other no other word for it. It's amazing. Like, LeBron, no one has ever been, in my opinion, in my opinion, got to preface that. Yeah. No one has ever been as good as LeBron James has been for as long as long as he's been. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we can we can talk like who's better between him and so and so, him and Mike, him and Kobe, anybody, him and Kareem, who's number one. But in all honesty, nobody's ever been as good as LeBron James is for as long as he's been this good. And so it's, it's just amazing to me, man. It blows my mind. So what you think about it? Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that because 
I think the here's the thing that I feel like we overlooked for a couple years when he started peaking up top 10, top five, whatever. LeBron is not a scorer. Like, he's not a shoot-first guy, which makes it even more impressive. So, like, we all know Jordan, he coming for your head every night trying to get 30. We all know Kobe was like that. Uh, Kareem trying to get buckets on you. Carmelo trying to get buckets on you. There's a reason why Magic isn't in the, in the top group. There's a reason why Steve Nash isn't in the top group. Mark Jackson. Because they're pass-first people. For LeBron to, like, at heart be a pass-first guy and be number two and arguably being number one, says a lot, bro. Like, I don't, I don't think, like, we should take that lightly at all. Like, he, he's talked about it from time to time, and the conversation has come up. I've heard conversations with people say he's probably the greatest scorer of all time because of the fact he's passed first and he's number two. Like, this is a lot, bro. So it's nothing short of amazing that what this man has done with arguably pushing to be number one. It really depends on his health and how much he wants to hoop at it and if he really wants to go for number one. Because I really don't see anything stopping him at this point. Like, he had injuries and stuff. He's been battling with that ankle a little bit more uh, his groin issue a little bit too. But I, at this point, if he wants to go for number one, I don't see anything stopping him. So him getting number two right now is just amazing, bro. Like, that's – it's incredible. Oh, uh, thanks. Like, the, like, people don't know Kareem. Kareem played for, I want to say, 19 or 20 years, two in the league. Mm-hmm. And in his last few years, he was not – like getting 20 something a night. Like he was not getting 28, 29 a night. LeBron almost averaged 30 a game right now at year 19. So like I think that's another thing people are sleeping on. Like him being this good in his 19th year is not normal. Like no one has been this good at this age or at this point in their career, let me say. Because he's 37 right now. And so it's been good 37-year-olds. Like, you could be 37 and still be good in the league. But to be in the league 19 years and still be good in the league, it just doesn't happen. Like, it's an anomaly. So I just think people, people who don't 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 really pay attention to that that part of it. Like, I know you know, sports center and them, they throw year 19 LeBron all the time, year 19, year 19. Doing this in year 19. That's always been, like, their big thing when, like, talking about it. But I don't think people really know. Like, nobody does that. Like, year 19 is not a small feat. To First off, to play 19 years is already something in itself. Like, the average NBA career, like, eight, nine years. And if you're a good player, you'll play, like, 12, 13. But for somebody to be 19 years in, and still doing what he's doing is just amazing. So that's all. That's all you can really say. Like you can't hate on it. You can't disrespect it. It's it's amazing. Yeah. And then like, I know people who try to, who just kind of throw it out there. Seem like they're throwing it out there, but they say to try to discredit LeBron a little bit. Where it's like, oh, Kareem played four years of college. Oh, Jordan played uh, this many years of college, and he retired, and he retired again. Like, okay, excuses. We have to deal with what has actually happened. Regardless of what did happen in the past or whatever, it's pointless. Like, that's it's a mute point. It doesn't matter. The fact is, LeBron has played for 19 years in the NBA. Did he deal with no college experience? Okay, cool. Whatever. Deal with the facts. <clears throat> that doesn't take away from what Jordan and Kareem has done. I'm not here to do that. I'm just here to celebrate LeBron and what he's done has been amazing. Like, uh, if Kareem could have came out of high school, he would have did the same. Okay, I'm not dealing with that conversation because that. I don't. I, I hate hypotheticals. We're not going to play that game. 
if Jordan didn't retire, okay, he did retire. Let's deal with the facts of what happened. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, we can have a talk for another day. Let's deal with the facts for this conversation. LeBron's been in the league 19 years at age 37. Jordan had an opportunity to play till 37. He was not doing this. Was he scoring 20? Yeah. LeBron's still the, still the guy of the NBA. Kareem was not the guy of the NBA at that age, year 1920. LeBron still, I don't even care if you don't have a number one. The fact that he's in the conversation says a lot. The fact that he's probably going to be the leading scorer this year says a lot. The fact that he still talked about winning championships and being the guy for that says a lot. Ain't like he just on the team and he's like, you know, the number one guy on an okay team. Granted, the Lakers have been struggling this year, but we still had the mindset of LeBron on that team, okay, championship or bust. We didn't have that mindset for Kareem back in the day. We didn't have that mindset for Jordan. So I just feel like people try to hate on LeBron way too much and, like, discredit him. And they tear him down to praise other people, and I hate that jump. But, like, get LeBron his props, bro. Like, I ain't even a LeBron fan like that, but, like, get that man his props. Like, balling out year 19. Like, he's balling out year 19. Like, averaging 30 is tough any year. I don't care if it's prime or not. At age 37, year 19, that's a lot. Like, just think about it, bro. He, like, remove basketball aside, he's almost 40 years old. That's just crazy, bro. Like, he's almost 40, bro. People be aching by 30. You know, you start, you know, sliding downhill, you know, early 30s. By the time you hit 35, you usually like a role player at this point. LeBron's still balling, man. So, People need to start putting a little bit more respect on his name. And, like, I understand if you you a Kobe guy, you a Jordan guy, which is cool. If I had to pick, I'm more of a, I'm more of a Kobe guy. Most of you people know this by now. But I give LeBron his props and the chance I get to, man. Like, what he's done and, and still doing is crazy. That's the part, too. He's still going. And, like, he's retiring right now. He's still going. So, there's a good chance he passes Kareem and does more. But for right now, man, like, him being number two says a lot about him. Yeah, uh, definitely, bro. I just – I don't see how people can even like discredit it, but it what it is. Some people just can't, you know, give props to certain people, or you know, hate, haters gonna hate for lack of a better word. Haters gonna hate like if they don't like them, they just won't like them. I believe Shannon Sharp said they said if you a Michael Jordan guy, there's pretty much nothing I can say to convince you that like LeBron's better than Michael Jordan, and vice versa. If you're a LeBron guy, it's pretty much nothing you can say to convince somebody that Michael Jordan is better than LeBron, and that's just how it is. So you know, you just gotta make your own personal decision. And, like, I'm not saying LeBron's better than Michael or nothing like that, but, or Michael's better than LeBron for that matter. But yeah. it's just that, like, if you don't – if you're not if you're not rocking with him, you never will. So I yeah. just think the, the people who get it, get it. And my, my thing is, when he's done playing, like, I'm glad I sat in the moment. I'll be glad I sat in the moment and realized, like, man, we watching greatness. Like, and – People gonna regret that when it's over. Like, man, I didn't really appreciate LeBron when he played. Like, people gonna say that. Yeah. Like when LeBron James was playing, people, people like go out their way so much to hate this man sometimes, or like not credit, give him his credit or give him his flowers. Like, you're gonna miss him when he's gone. Trust and believe. When he's not playing no more, I don't even know what the NBA gonna look like when LeBron not playing no more. But I mean, I guess we'll find out sooner, sooner than later, which makes me kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, that, that's crazy, bro, because it's like kind of going back to your first point, and there's nothing wrong with being a Jordan guy versus being a Kobe guy versus being a LeBron guy. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Like, wherever you stick your flag in, that's cool. But you don't have to tear somebody's down to, like, praise whoever you with. You know what I mean? Just You can praise your your guy as Jordan without tearing LeBron down or tearing Kobe down. Like, 
perfectly fine with taking flag at. I, I have no issue with Jordan. I have no issue with Kobe. I have no issue with LeBron. It's usually the fans that make people dislike whoever that person is. So, like, a lot of people don't just dislike Duke. They might dislike Duke fans. People don't dislike Alabama, the team. They dislike their fans, which makes them dislike the team. And not the, the specific team. It's people, usually the fans, that makes me dislike whoever we're talking about. So, a lot of times, people don't just dislike a player. They dislike the fans when you dislike the player. And then, uh, like you said, when he retires, man, people people going to be sick, man. Just think about, dang, man, LeBron really is like a goat. He really is like one of the best guys to ever touch basketball. And pretty much, what, since he was with the Heat, I hate on this man and try to discredit his career. You know what I mean? Like, he's probably whatever. Like, he's on the Mount Rushmore of basketball in the NBA and I hate on this man. His whole I like you like you said, he, I never seen the moment and really appreciated what he gave the game and what he did for the game, you know. So um it's gonna get to a point where people are just like I think he might be the biggest player that's ever been hated on like this. Like Yeah, definitely. I don't think people really give him his flowers right now. And he's gonna be the one guy at the, like Kobe got his flowers, he's loved and respected Jordan. Of course, he was worshipped in, in his career, but LeBron's getting hated on to another level, you know. So I feel like when it's all said and done, people are gonna look back and be like, "Dang, bro!" Like I feel, I feel wrong because I was bitter during this man's career. I didn't appreciate him, and so I think um, when it's all said and done, we're gonna look at that Mount Rushmore and be like, "LeBron has to be up there." You feel me? So like, we talk about the ghost of basketball. He's in a discussion, and you just you're gonna feel sick for trying to leave him off his whole career. And I think it's gonna hurt them more. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt them more. It's gonna hurt LeBron. Looking back at it, but people got to look in that mirror, man, and just and just get that butt whooping, man. Just dang, bro. I've been talking about this man his whole career, bro. Like now I got to face the facts of I me. Mean, I appreciate him, and now he's gone. So it's a personal problem, man. Hey, honestly, I'll be glad that I sat in the moment when it's all said and done. So. <clears throat> You know, for y'all listening, you know, I hope y'all wise up and just learn to, you know, appreciate them. Even if you don't like him, appreciate him. That's what I just say. If Even if you don't like him, appreciate him. I'd have had, I didn't play against plenty of players that I didn't like, and I just knew they was good. I know they good. Like, they're good players. I just don't like him. Like, and I say that. Like, that's okay. Like, dang, I hate Buddy, but I'd be doggone if he ain't good. Like, so, you know, it's just one of the things, like, you got to learn to respect what other people have done, even if you don't like them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, wise, a wise person once told me, uh, you got to, even if you don't respect people, you got to respect their position or the position they in. So, like, I might not like that person, but the position they in, you got to respect that. If they're in a position of authority, got to respect that authority. They're in a position of stat, like some kind of high status. Got to respect it. LeBron is in the GOAT status. So, got to respect it. Like, even if I don't like it. So, that's just what it is. So, when it comes to – we're not – okay, let's, let's – let me clarify this before I go any deeper. We're not having a GOAT discussion necessarily. We're having a Mount Rushmore discussion. That's why I, I went ahead to. So, we're not ranking the top – one, two, three, four. We're just putting them in this. We're seeing them at this table. Okay, let me clarify this. Okay, so when it comes to the Mount Rushmore, 
of the NBA players, who do you have in your top four? I'm not trying to ask who your goal is because people think I'm not trying to. We here, okay? Make oh, we sure know. We like that. We here. I'm making sure the <laughs> listeners are here because they're going to look in and be like, oh, y'all saying uh, Bernard King? Bro, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Bernard <laughs> No, Bernard King. <laughs> uh, Patrick, you and the Bernard King and Wiz. No, brother. Sorry, Knicks fans. We're not doing that. No. What I'm trying to say is there's a certain table when it comes to NBA players. Who are the four people at this table? That's the conversation about to have. Okay. Y'all good, people listening? YouTubers, everybody else? Okay. This is the conversation we're having. So take the GOAT conversation to Shannon Sharp and first take and everybody else. We're not doing that. Okay. So now we, we, we're here. So. When it comes to this table, this round table of uh, NBA hoopers, bro, who is on your Mount Rushmore? My Mount Rushmore, man, of course, got to throw Mike up there already. Like, just to get him. And then Kareem up there because, like, what we've been saying, obviously. Uh, Mike, first first real – well, not first, but, you know, dominated the league. You, we all know his resume. Six championships, wins six times. Uh Three MVPs and a defensive player of the year. Uh, I hope I'm not mistaken. Uh, top five all time scorers. <laughs> if you're wrong, man, somebody's gonna kill you, bro. I'm just. Man, they they gonna correct me if I'm wrong. It's yeah. all good. They, they'll let me know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, top five in scoring right now, all time, all that we know. Mike, we know who Mike is. Kareem, all time lead scorer, NBA history. Uh, same amount of rings as Mike, six. Uh, went to the finals eight times, though. Got the most MVPs in, in NBA history. Out of, uh, won MVP six times. Was an all-star 19 times. It's just a lot of, un, you know, things you can't replace with Kareem. Probably, probably was the GOAT before Mike. And then, uh, so I go Mike, Kareem, then LeBron. I got the LeBron on there. Um, for what we are there, thing we were just saying, nobody's ever been this good for this long. Got to have him on there, on there. Then that fourth spot, I feel like it's a tough one because my heart want to go Magic Johnson. Like, Magic is my guy. I love Magic Johnson. I'm a, little, I'm a little impartial. Yeah, I'm a little impartial to Magic. That's my guy. Like, uh, you know, Magic, the, 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 and the Showtime Lakers, man, the five championships everything, what he did for basketball in general. I kind of want to throw Magic up there. But um, I know the viewers probably want me to be like Kobe, like Mike LeBron Kobe, you know, out the gate. But uh, I, I got to go Magic. I, I just got to do it. I got to go Magic on my NBA, my Rushmore. So Kareem, Bron, Mike, Magic. That's my that's my Mount Rushmore. I, I'm sticking to it, too. So y'all y'all just get me in the comments, Brian. I ain't scared. So... <laughs> But who you who would you say, man? Who would you throw on your Mount Rushmore? All right. Of course, Air Jordan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kareem. Brian. I'm a Kobe guy. I think people should be really with this by now, you know. Um, when it comes to I'm the NBA, to huh? I said I'm waiting to hear it now. Like you're like, I know you a Kobe guy. So I'm waiting on that fourth name. Yeah. All right. 
I'm a cheat on this one, but it's very understandable. I'm not. It's Magic and Bird. I can It's impossible for me to separate those two. I, I refuse to. Any list I got them on. If you got somebody five, the other one got to be six. That's just how I feel about them. I'm not separating them two because I don't think we get Magic without being be having Bird there. I don't think we have Bird without Magic being there. So for NBA sakes, just strictly looking at the NBA, here's how I see it personally. If you write the story of the NBA, right? Magic and Bird saved the league. Oh, definitely. So that's why, in my opinion, that, that plays a part into why them are Mount Rushmore. You know, not just because they saved the league, but like Magic revolutionized the game. Bird has slept on for revolutionizing the game, but he re- revolutionized it probably one step less than what Magic did. But he's right there behind him, you know, if not beside him. So uh, when it comes to the NBA sake, like Magic was legit a – Six nine, six ten point guard. Like he wasn't just like you know how they try to throw the point four and all. No, he was a legit six nine point guard. You know, like he, there's there's no way around it. Like and I was, he wasn't the first of his kind, but he was like the most out front, he, the most dominant of that type. Because you had tall six seven, six six point guards. You had that before, but he was like the the forefather, like the, the the OG that just like made it be superstar cool to be that. And Bird was just like, he was almost a point for of his time. You know, he, you know, give you dimes, give you steals, very smart player, one of the smartest players of all time. He's a goat with trash talking. Like he led the Celtics to the rings um, in that time. It's just like still probably one of the top five small forwards in the game. Like legendary, bro. Like, Still one of the best shooters in the game, probably top 10, top five shooters. We ain't finna debate on that. But like Larry Legend, bro. Like that's his nickname is Larry Legend, bro. Like, there's a reason why. It ain't just one of them, them nicknames that you just kind of get. Like you just on the slide. Like, no, bro. Larry Legend. So um somewhat cheating, but I don't even consider it cheating because you can't write the book without you can't write the book about magic without having bird being. You can't write a book about bird without having magic there. So that's where I married the two. And it's like uh magic bird. Bird Magic is like the name. So it's like, I don't care how you want to flip it, but they have to be there together. So uh, Jordan, Kareem, Brian, and then Magic and Bird would be that fourth spot. Love Kobe. That's my guy. You know, it, it pains me a little bit. He'd probably be fifth right there. I had to think about that one, but uh, we probably just got the same thing. But I just, I just, in my mind, you can't separate Magic and Bird. You have, like, you literally, it's like Siamese twins just conjoined together and, the fairy tale of basketball story. So that's my Mount Rushmore. You got to have them two together. I feel that, bro. Definitely. Like, <clears throat> hey, I just want you to know the people going to get us because neither one of us put Kobe in. They gonna I'll, take, I'll take that heat, bro. And I'm a Kobe guy, yeah. so I, you know I'm taking that one. I want you to be ready because they're they going to do it. <laughs> they're going to get us. But hey, they, once, that, like you said before. Like, like, just like you said, it's our opinion. It's our Mount Rushmore. It's all opinionated, bro. Like, we can have a good conversation about it. I have no problem doing it. Just come at me intelligently because I have no issue ignoring you and just not responding because I don't do the social media stuff anyway. You feel me? So, you come me ignorant, I have no issue ignoring you at all. It don't hurt my feelings to not respond to you. So, hey, if we, we can have an intelligent conversation, we good. We can talk about it all day. Come me ignorant, hey, block, block button is always an option. Uh, ignoring you is always an option. It don't don't hurt me, man. Don't hurt me at all. <laughs> so, uh, 
that's that's our list, man, uh, of Mount Rushmore the NBA. Now, um, I'm, I'm gonna give you some slight pushback, okay? If you let me say it like this, like I just said for Magic and Bird, right? You can't write the book of NBA without having Magic and Bird on there. Would you feel like Kobe has a bigger impact in that book than Kareem? That's a difficult question. Um, I would say no, mostly because when you tell the story of the NBA, right? Like you said, you write the book, the book of the NBA being written. And I've, I've had this conversation with other people before. Uh, the basketball guys have always delivered us the next face or the next chosen one, if you will. And it just always works that way. Like it's always just been delivered and it always comes right on time for some, for some reason. Now I don't know how or why, but that's just how it is. Like that's the basketball guys have never not delivered. So the, the book of basketball, or the book of the NBA, I should say, goes Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain to Dr. J to Magic and Bird to Jordan, Kobe and Shaq, and then eventually Kobe, just Kobe, then LeBron James. That's the that's the story of the NBA as it's being written. And my thing where you were like, what you how you said, uh, do you think Kobe's impact on the book is bigger or not? Uh, I think it's not solely because when Kareem came along, it was Kareem. Kareem dominated the league and his time. In those 70s into the 80s, he dominated the league. He was the best player, literally. Like, there was no debate. And, of course, he played with Oscar Robinson and then Magic Johnson and the, and, the, and the old Showtime Lakers, of course. Like, not trying to knock anybody on his teams, anything like that. He had great teams and great teammates. But he dominated the league. It was clear. Like, even with Magic Johnson, uh, he won three finals MVPs. Or, no, wait. I want to say he won two of their three championships together or something like that. Or, ah, I don't want to be wrong. Anyway, he won finals MVP over Magic Johnson in multiple championships. Won finals MVP over Oscar Robinson in their one championship together in Milwaukee. Like, this man dominated the league, playing with top-tier Hall of Fame talent. And not to say Kobe didn't dominate the league. Of course, Kobe was a dominant force in the league. But the beginning of his career, Shaq was the better player. Like, let's just be real. He won finals MVP for those three championships. He was the better player for that team. And then, of course, he Kobe came into his own eventually. And then, uh, you know, became the guy we know today. But even after that, here came this man named LeBron in 2003. And – in 2006, 2006, 2007, took his team to, to the finals. And, you know, he'd been the chosen one since high school. And after a certain period of time during Kobe's reign, like, yeah, Kobe still won championships in 2010 and in 2009, I want to say, or 2007, I'm sorry, something like that, because I know the Celtics won in 08. You won in 9 Nine to ten. I knew it was somewhere around there. So yeah, he still won in 2009, 2010. But after that, LeBron James went to Miami and the rest is history. Ten straight finals. 
So it's not really Kobe's fault, but LeBron James kind of stole that that's that light from him. He not like he was still Kobe, but LeBron James became the face of the league. And in the middle of his prime or in the middle of his best years of basketball. So that's not entirely Kobe's fault, but when Kareem was playing, nobody took that from him. Nobody. He played with Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson did not take that from him until he was old. And then it was like, hey, Magic, you're running the show. And then, you know, but that happens. But Kobe was in the middle of his prime years. That you won championship 2010. LeBron take his talents to South Beach. The rest is history. So, uh, I hate to feel like I'm knocking Kobe. You know, I still got a lot of love and respect for, for him as a player. But that's just how I feel. I feel like Kareem's book in the in the book of basketball, his chapter, let me say, in the book of basketball, is this much thicker than Kobe's. So I feel like he had a big impact on the game. And that's just me. So, I mean, y'all feel – what you think? I mean, I know other people going to probably hate me for this, but, you know, that's fine. I'm going to give a slight pushback. Um mm-hmm. Now, once again, I'm not 100% accurate on this. I'm a, I'm a little bit, just a little bit earlier in my time, but I like to call myself somewhat of a basketball historian. So, <clears throat> like you said, 70s and 80s was Korean time, you know. But the face of the league was Dr. J. Mm-hmm. He was the M- NBA and ABA guy. He really was the face of the merger when that happened. Now, Kareem was the most dominant, but the guy was Dr. J. Now, when you look at the NBA story being written and told by it right now, the media frames a lot of stuff, how people see the game and talk about the game. Kareem isn't talked about as much for whatever reason, maybe because he's not the sexiest pick and he just he kind of wasn't the most friendly guy with the media. So I can kind of understand that. But when you're being objective, Kareem was very dominant. And like you said before, nobody snatched the crown from him as being the most dominant player. Who was going to snatch the crown from him, though? Like, what big was he playing against to really just be like, he can challenge him? Because mm-hmm. Wilt Chamberlain was still in the league. Wilt wasn't really that guy. I think around the same time because he had some injuries. I'm not. Right, I'm not. But, I'm not saying Kareem is wrong, but mm-hmm. Wilt wasn't consistently there. Like right now, Katie's dealing with injuries right now, but he's still killing. Like he's killing, killing, killing. But injuries will sideline him. It's not the actual game. It's injuries sidelining him right now. So just kind of push me just a little bit. You know, I'm not saying you're wrong. Just don't, for the bait sake. So mm-hmm. did anybody really challenge Kareem to that extent? Like back and then another thing back in the day, it was about the bigs. So I had to do was be a big and we're going to feature you. Bill Walton was up there. Injury took him out the game. Uh, Wilt was still in the game, but he wasn't really rocking out like that. Uh, Bill Russell was getting old around that time. He wasn't really doing too much. Their, their time was really the 60s. Kareem yeah. dominated the 70s, but Dr. J was the guy, you know. Yeah. And then, like you said, Magic was uh, a rook, really. He was a young pup by the time I got together. And so there's really not really opportunity for him to snatch the crown from him because it was more of a passing the torch rather than snatching the torch. And uh, on the other side for Kobe, he was disliked. So some of his reign, he should have been called the guy, was taken from him. He probably should have had more MVPs, but once again, the media pushed a lot of narrative. So Kobe got more hate than he should have got love. And so by the time, like you said, LeBron came and took the crown from him, he had injuries. 
he had the shoulder injury injury he had uh the Achilles injury then he had some other injury too that really messed him up but Kobe finna play through that jump bro so let the media tell it LeBron just snatched the crown from him actuality I'm not trying to like I'm I'm kind of being a Kobe guy but I'm not being a Kobe guy Kobe was a little injuries you know you feel me but we for as long as we was like oh Kobe LeBron for me to be in the finals they uh what happened that year LeBron didn't make it to the finals oh nine magic one that was that year in 09 when Kobe beat the Magic and Dwight Howard. Mm-hmm. After that, uh, Kobe, Kobe. He was the guy. Then the year after that, LeBron lost in the finals. The year after that, LeBron and he did that thing. Okay, cool. But pretty much from then on, Kobe was injury ready. He never really had a good year or a good team after that. You know, so after them championship with the Lakers, you probably had one or two good teams after that, and the rest of it was just like going downhill. So just a slight pushback, you know, kind of giving my perspective to add to this little gumbo we're making. But uh, <laughs> how do you feel about, you know, that little nugget I gave? I mean, I understand what you're saying. And I, I, it is facts. Like, like what you said is true. But at the same time, the way I look at it is the best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that again. The best ability is availability. And I can't do nothing with you if I can't use you or if you ain't there. Feel me? So, like you said about Mike a little bit earlier, uh, people say, you know, LeBron, and they're knocking LeBron. Uh, Mike retired twice, and then you know, whatever, this and this and this. He hurt his foot, whatever. The best ability is availability. Like, and we like we can talk about that with anybody. Like, if you're not available, if you're injury real, you say Bill Walton. Who's to say Bill Walton ain't better than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? He dominated basketball for a little while, but the injuries took him out. Who's to say Penny Hardaway ain't better than Magic Johnson? Injuries took him out. Who's to say Tracy McGrady ain't better than Kobe? Injuries took him out. But the best ability is availability. LeBron was is the most durable superstar we've ever seen. Never been out for an extended period of time until last year or two years ago, whatever year that was, where he pulled his groin. Uh, like we never see LeBron out for long periods of time, like just being real. And you said Kobe was injury riddled after that 2011, 20, I mean, 2010 championship, but no, I mean, 20, 2009 championship, but uh, he didn't retire to 2018. So the next nine years, injury riddled. Best ability is availability. It's not available. So, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to go with the guy that was available. And that's just how I feel. So, like, we could say LeBron snatched the crown from I wouldn't say he snatched the crown from him. That's just the way things shook out. Because, like I said, the basketball guys always deliver right on time. So, like you said, Kobe was injury riddled. Here's LeBron James, the most durable athlete we've ever seen. Like, that's just the way it is. Will, will Bill Russell on the decline? Here comes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the decline. Magic Johnson right there. Picked right back up. Never, never missed a step. Magic and Bird. Magic and Bird on the decline. Here comes this guy named Michael Joy. Brought the league right back. And it's crazy because the guys in the league know that's happened. They be like, oh, it's going to be Michael's lead. They say it like, oh, it's going to be Mike's lead. Magic and Bird said that, John, too. Exactly. It's going to be Mike's lead in a little while. We getting old. Like, it's going to be him. Mike in the league. 
You seen that young boy at the Lakers? I heard he don't never pass the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Kobe, like LeBron's a great player. Like just enjoy, just enjoy the ride. Like yeah, <laughs> like literally, that's that's how it is, man. Like the guy, the basketball guys always deliver. They have never not delivered. And you know, I, like I said earlier, I don't know what we're gonna do after LeBron. I don't know what the league gonna look like after LeBron. But I do know in the past that the basketball guys have already always delivered right on time. So I can't help but to, like believe that somebody will come that'll be they won't be LeBron, but we'll replace LeBron. Like we'll take that crown from him and be like, I am the new guy, I'm the face of the lead now. So that's just how I feel about it. So even with everything you said, Kareem's book is still thicker in the I mean Kareem's chapter in the league. In the book of the league is bigger than Kobe Bryant. It has more of an impact in my mind. Kobe has an impact on us because that's our generation. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, gotta go crazy. Sorry, like he just—he look what he did. Like he's just done more in my eyes than Kobe has. I think. Um, I think Kobe's impact. I think Kareem's impact is more of his stats. And like you said, more of the, the narrative of his dominance. And I think Kobe's uh, impact is more subjective. Like you can't really, you can't pull out a piece of paper and be like, this is what Kobe, no, 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 no. Kobe's impact is, is, is you can't point to it and touch it. The 81 game is one part of it. Uh, I remember talking to somebody on Twitter and they was like, if you look at Kareem's career, he really didn't have that crazy of a career. Like his career high was like 55. Then you want to score like six 50 point games. Like he he like you would think him being leading scorer, he would have been the one that scored 100 in the game. Or he would like he never had a 60 point game, 78, like none of that. He had a career high of like 55, 56. And he had like six 50 point games, a lot of 30s, 40s. Like that's kind of crazy to think about too. Kareem they never like just give anybody buckets. That's crazy to think about. But Kobe put up 81. He put up plenty of 60-point games. And he had, I think he had a 70-point game too, or close to it, something like that. Like the mama mentality. I think Kobe's impact in what as far as NBA goes, it's not going to be um the dominance of what he did, which don't get me wrong, he dominated for a stretch. Boy, he was on a boy. Talking about giving somebody buckets, mm-hmm. he went on a tear. My boy, I gotta go back and watch some of that film because he was putting on like it was it was beautiful beautiful basketball music to watch him go on that tear. But um I think his impact is more of his like the mama mentality and like the from him after that of the impact of what he left is you know it's our generation of people younger than us of what has happened. You know, so uh you know, I feel like when it comes to the NBA story being written, you're gonna have a lot of people point back to Kobe more than bigs point back to Kareem. You know, not to say take away from Kareem, but you know, because once again, I had Kareem in my in my Mount Rushmore of NBA, so I'm not trying to sit here and like do none of that stuff. So I just feel like you know, if we had a fifth spot for that, I feel like Kobe more than likely would be that fifth guy for both of us, because you know, I'm a Kobe guy, and you you respect Kobe, so I just feel like that's where that would went, that would have went. But yeah, man, it's it's tough, it's tough, but Kareem's that dude, man. So I think I'm I'm glad we. Um, we spent a lot of time giving him his props, so I'm glad, you know, we, we ever do that. 
Yeah, me too. Because you know, our generation don't think about Kareem because we ain't seen him play. Same thing for Will Bill Russell and them, which is understandable. We didn't see them play. That's just what it is. Yeah. And another thing I want to say is, like, I think I think it's big for us because we talked about this before. Kobe's impact on the culture of basketball is unmatched by a lot of people. Like. My, like, we talking about culture. Like, we talked about this in our basketball culture episode, which y'all should go check out, by the way. But uh, uh, Kobe, Kobe's cult, uh, impact on the culture of basketball is huge. Like, we still – people I ain't still throwing trash into the trash can saying, Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Like, his impact is huge. Mama mentality, we still saying that, applying it to our daily lives, all that. But I think my thing is – Kobe did all of that. Kareem impact didn't impact the basketball culture as much as as much as him. So we don't think about him like that. Like we know what he did, but we don't think about it because he's not cultural. It's not something we deal with in our everyday life or think about regularly. Only thing we really remember Kareem for is the skyhook, which nobody does anymore. Nobody. Like people taking Kobe fadeaways every game, but. Nobody out here doing a skyhook. Yeah. Nobody. And, like, that was his impact on basketball, the most unstoppable shot in basketball, the skyhook. Like, but nobody's doing that. The NBA leading all-time scorer, nobody using his signature move. That showed you his impact on the culture of basketball wasn't big because we're not, we not out here like, like Kareem. Nobody's saying that. I'm going to hit Buddy with the Kareem real quick. I'm going to get in my Kareem bag. Nobody's saying that. Yeah. Nobody's going to the court dressing like Kareem. Nobody's putting on a pair of Kareems. <laughs> like nobody's putting on the Kareem jersey. Like it's just not us. That's not our thing. I don't know what they did in the eighties when he was like still like memorable and fresh on their minds. Like I don't know how it was then, but that's just not us. People still wear Kobe's. People wear Kobe jerseys. People. Still mention Kobe in, in, in talks today, Mamba mentality, uh 81 point game, all of that, the fadeaway, the footwork. We still talking about it. Like it's still amazing to us. But we're not doing that for Kareem. So the culture impact that Kobe has is just so much bigger that we we kind of lose him in the shuffle a little bit. But if we look at basketball, strictly basketball and basketball impact. Is Kareem for all the reasons I mentioned before. So that's my only thing with it, man. Like, and like, I wish like, if Kareem did a move like the fadeaway or something, or even like Hakeem with the dream shape or anything, it might not be something that everybody can do. But if he did something that like people still think about or like mention or use, it would be better for him for his case. But like, nobody does the scout. I can't tell you why. I don't do it. Like, Chat didn't come up like, let me learn this guy hook so I can get to what Kareem got. Like, they just didn't. Nobody picked up on it. So, <clears throat> I don't know why. I don't know what, like, maybe they just don't, they just think it doesn't look cool or what it is. Kareem, not a very cool guy in our minds, I guess. But it's just what it is. But in basketball terms and in basketball, uh, in, in the grand scheme of things, like, got to get him over Kobe. Sorry. Love Kobe. Like, you know, it's just me, though. So, um, 
when it comes to the overall basketball, not just NBA, but basketball overall, Mount Rushmore, uh, who would you place as your four? Basketball in general? Yeah, so not just NBA, but like their <clears throat> overall basketball career. Who would you have in that uh, in that table? Kareem, number one. Kareem probably has the best basketball resume of any basketball player. Uh, high school champion, three-time college uh, national champion at UCLA in the three years that he played basketball. Because in back in those days, you couldn't play as a freshman. So as a freshman, he, he didn't play. The next three years, he won national championships, was MVP all three years. Dominated basketball. Went to the NBA, six championships, four finals MVPs of six, tied with Michael Jordan in the championships. All-time leading score. Like, resume unmatched in my eyes. I want to say three MVPs, four MVPs. I said it earlier. Yeah. Like, resume unmatched basketball-wise. In the grand scheme of basketball, no comparison. Kareem up there. Then I got to go Mike for his impact on the game, what he did. And, you know, how everyone feels about Mike. You know, Mike is just too memorable, too – just huge, too huge. Then uh, got to go LeBron. LeBron face the lead right now, been face the lead for the last almost 15 years, I guess you could say, last 15 years. Most durable athlete, most uh, – you know, never been – you know, I said it all, you know. Nobody's been this good for this long. So, I know my list starting out pretty much the same. Last on my list <clears throat> for basketball, basketball Mount Rushmore, Diana Taurasi, the WNBA GOAT, if you will. Now, I know what somebody going to say. How are you going to put the white mamba on the Mount Rushmore? but not the black mom. But talking about basketball, Diana Taurasi is like, was at one point the lifeline of the WNBA. To be real. At one point in, in the WNBA's history, in the book of the WNBA, we've been talking about the book of the NBA, in the book of the WNBA, Diana Taurasi's chapter is long. So, you just, I just feel like she's deserving, need that props, you feel me? And, uh, you know, part of me wanted to say Kobe, too, just because of his impact on the culture. Part of me also wanted to say uh, maybe Maya Moore, but I think I'm going to go with Donna Taurasi just because she has a huge impact on the culture of basketball, too. And uh, she's still playing, still good, and just respected respected by her peers and by not only her peers and female basketball players, but also male basketball players. They even have the nickname, the white mamba. That ain't no small feat. You know, people don't throw that around. You know what I'm saying? So people don't even like when you, like certain people don't even like when you compare other NBA players to Kobe. Like when people do moves, they be like, oh man, that's Kobe-esque. Oh, he looks just like Kobe. Some folks get mad. Like, so for them to dub her the white mamba, I feel like that speaks for her in itself and what she did for women's basketball. So yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to go with her. Part of me also want to go Lisa Leslie. Let me throw that in there, too. I thought about Lisa Leslie. But like, once again, I saw Donna Tarasi play. Know what she's done for the game. It's big, the lifeline of the NBA for a long time. So 
That's me. So what what you think, bro? I am thoroughly surprised, but I appreciate that last pick. Um, mm. I like that one. You know, I probably. So my mind, my list, my table, my Mount Rushmore, Kareem, like you said, high school champion, college champion, pro champion. He has like the um, college overall most winning most winning streak, whatever you say, they had an 88 win streak. He's part of that until UConn girls broke that like a hundred something game winning streak, which is crazy. Um, so Kareem overall basketball career is ridiculous. Whew. This is tough for me. Um, I'm gonna go Jordan. You know, he won in uh college too, probably the most dominant NBA player to ever grace the court in the NBA. Um, we all know his resume, so I ain't got to do all that. Um, believe it or not, these next two are real tough for me, bro. Um, I know it is. Man. The reason – let me let me do it like this. The reason I could not say LeBron is because his high school career – I mean, his, his, his college career is non-existent, which somewhat hurts him, but doesn't hurt him at the same time, if that makes sense. Um, for the reason that I'm putting everybody else that I'm going to have on his list on here, high school, they, they dominated at three levels. Not to say LeBron wouldn't have, but it's another thing of actually did and might have. I don't deal with um, hypotheticals. If, hypotheticals. I hate hypotheticals. I don't want to do that. So what actually happened I knocked LeBron like two points out of like a hundred, you know. So instead of having a hundred, you got a ninety-eight, bro. Like, whoop de do, you know. So that's why I'm struggling with LeBron right here, just just a tiny bit. But his longevity, what he's done, him possibly being number one overall in scoring, that's a whole other thing. Uh, so he's in that discussion for me for sure. Diana Taurasi's in that discussion for me, like you said, Lisa Leslie. If I had my pick for WNBA, I probably would go Maya Moore. Um, she was dominant, not just not just good, but dominant at every level. Like she was hands down the most uh incredible women's basketball player at UConn. She was she was the dog there. She transitioned from that to the WNBA. She was dog in there. And she retired in her prime. You know, so I hate to pull it hypothetical, but she pulled a Jordan. She was like, Man, what if? What if she would have stayed? What if she would have kept playing? Whatever. But for what we actually have for her and what she actually did, her resume is is ridiculous, you know. And she's talked about as being a GOAT, you know. So that's arguably one of my picks. Um, a curveball at you, who I feel no shame throwing out there, Isaiah Thomas. High school one, college one, pro one, gold medals. Name, you can't name too many, not just players, but great players who won at all three levels. I think him and Kareem are the only guys to be the guy. Jordan won in college, but he wasn't the guy in college. I'm talking about be the guy and win multiple on multiple levels. I think him, I'm, I might be wrong on this, so don't kill me, just off the top of the head. I think Zeke and Kareem are the only people to win multiple championships at multiple levels in basketball. So these last two picks my Mount Rushmore basketballs is, is probably down to those three between Zeke, 
Brian and Maya Moore. Um, man. So Kobe not in the conversation then, huh? I mean, yeah, but. Kobe also has no college career. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's in the conversation, but he's not going to pass those guys for me. I'm talking about basketball overall. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just NBA, but like, was he really that great in high school? Did he win it like and dominate at the high school level? You know, you know, and that's this is my guy. I mean, clearly he did. He got drafted, but no, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. But once again, rings, championships, domination, and you know, being drafted along with that stuff. You know, Kareem dominated, bro. Like there, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Zeke dominated, LeBron dominated there with the guy. You know what I mean? Kobe's my guy, but I think he falls after them in that basketball conversation. And once again, I'm a Kobe guy, so it hurts for me to do this. But I have to be try to be objective as possible with this. So Kareem, Jordan. Oh man, this is tough. I'm gonna go Brian. I got the Isaiah in there, man. I love my more. Kobe, Diana, but I think I'm going to go Zeke. Um, he won back-to-back back with the Pistons, man. He won at Indiana, gold medals. He, it, it, and and to, to, to kind of give in, to try to give you a little something, he won in the middle of Magic, Bird, and Jordan. <laughs> Magic, Bird, and Jordan all in the league at the same time. Isaiah Thomas, two championships back-to-back. That that's crazy, and like it shows. Like if you watch, if you look at the list of NBA champions, it goes like Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, Celtics, whatever. Like I don't know the order, but you know what I'm saying. Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, Celtics, Pistons, Pistons, <laughs> Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that. So I, I kind of, I can kind of appreciate what you're saying. Like this man, you feel me? He threw his hat in the ring. Like, hey, yeah. I'm out here. I know you see Magic. I know you see Bird. I know you see Mike. But right there in the middle, in the middle of them, Isaiah. Yeah, so that's what I I'm saying, man. I, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm being slightly biased from him being an underdog and, like, not giving a little guard a chance. But, like, bro, like, even being objective about that, like you said, it was, I think, early 80s, the Sixers won one of them joints. And like you said, it was just the back and forth between Bird and Magic of, like, who getting it this year? I'm getting it. Okay, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Zeke came in, Isaiah came in and said, huh, give me one of them. Matter of fact, give me back to back. Huh. Here you go, Jordan. Hit him in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like he snatched that joint too. That was that wasn't just like that wasn't just like old Magic and Bird. Like he beat them, bros. Like before Bird got hurt, before Magic got his decline, he smacked both in the mouth and said, I'm taking these rings. What you gonna do about it? Nothing. Cause I got two of them boys back to back. <laughs> then smack Jordan. Like he's the reason Jordan, he played a role in Jordan becoming Jordan. Let's to be truthful. Jordan would not have become the same level of Jordan. Well, they played an impact in Jordan becoming Jordan. I'll say that. Bad Boys Pistons framed his career to a large extent. You know, that drove him to be a maniac and be like, boy, I got to beat them. Like, I have to. Like, he went in the right room and did his thing because of them. So, is he getting slept on a lot of times when we have a lot of discussions? But he he he's up there for me in the, in the basketball Mount Rushmore. Like, Indiana – I think he won back to back with them too, you know. So um, I think we had the conversation of the top five point guards 
I think I left him off at one point or something like that, and it paid me to do that. So he's he's a top five point guard. You know, forget I don't even remember what my list was, but he's in top five point guard. Let's just ignore that uh, episode, you know, because I don't even remember. But mm-hmm. top five point guard all time. Um, he's he's that dude, man. So as much as it hurts me to leave Maya Moore, Dana Taurasi, and Kobe off, I think Zeke is is up there, man. Like I know he only won two, but. When it comes to overall basketball, bro, you got to include college and high school career too, and he was the guy at that level. So, man, that last spot was tough for me, man. Like earlier, the last two, but for me, it's it's Kareem, Brian, uh, Jordan, <sighs> Zeke, and then you know, six, seven, eight. We can I mean five, six, seven. We can talk about Diana, DT, White Mamba, Maya Moore. And uh, cold. So, man, that, that was a, that was that was tough in the NBA for me, man. Cause you start talking about WNBA and college careers and stuff, man. So, that's my Mount Rushmore. Um, that one hurt, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That, that was tough. So, I understand. It's it, when you, when you talk about basketball as a whole, and like we are basketball fans, like we are fans of multiple people that respect multiple people, love multiple people's games. It's kind of hard when you got to narrow it down to four. And you, you feel like you're disrespecting other guys yeah. by not picking them. Yeah. Like, but, you know, I'm the type of person, like, you know when you play pickup and you pick, you're the one picking the team and you got your homeboy and a guy better than your homeboy. So, who do you pick? Yeah. Your homeboy ain't bad, but he not as good as this guy. Yeah. Who you, who you take? Yeah. Like, and I'm the type of guy, give me the guy better than my homeboy. That's me. And it's just business. And I had homeboys, yeah. And my dad homeboys be like, dang, bro, you, go, you ain't going to pick me, bro. We boys. It ain't about that, bro. I'm trying to win. Not that you bad. I just need this guy. Like, yeah. Like, that's just me, though. Like, it's a it's business. Like, if somebody, and I, I'm one of the people that hate when people pick their homeboys because I'm clearly better than your homeboy. And you picking him. Your homeboy 5'9". Like, hey, man, I'm doing like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but, like, I'm a whole 6'7 athlete. Yeah. You picking this 5'9 dude that, that can barely make a corner three when he wide open. Because he's your boy. Because y'all rolled together. Or something like that. Yes. Like, like th- that's not me. I'm going to yeah. pick who I think is the best or who fits the criteria of what I need. So, all love and respect to Kobe. We all know that. All of respect to uh, Maya Moore, Tamika Cassius, Leslie, Le- Lisa Leslie. All of respect to them. All of respect to Zeke. You know, you threw him in there. Yeah. Magic Bird, the guys who I left off. But he's my piece. I'm taking the guy who I feel like fit the criteria. So Yeah, I forgot about Magic and Bird, too, because you think about it. Um, Magic won in college, too. I think Magic won in high school, too. So, you know what I mean? It's just... It's it's no slight to anybody. Like I got love and respect. Like I said, I got Magic and Bird in my NBA <laughs> all time. You know what I mean? Somebody could debate. I should have him instead of Zeke. I'm perfectly fine with that. You can have. I I could throw Maya Moore in there because she was part of that UConn run that had to. Uh, it was untouched. She was undefeated. I think if not her whole career, most of her career. You feel me? So, for me personally, I was really battling between Maya and Zeke for that fifth spot. I mean, the fourth spot. You know, it's just. I might wake up tomorrow and be like, man, Maya Moore should have been on that list. Like, man, oh, she won't. <laughs> hey, it's my it's it's my subjective opinion, bro. I might go on IG Live tomorrow and be like, yo, man, I know I said Zeke, but I think I gotta go with Maya. 
Who cares, <laughs> man? Like, that's my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as we and get I done recording, right to change my mind. I do. I could take Kareem off my NBA and put Hakeem Olajuwon on there if I wanted to. Y'all can blast me all y'all want to. It's my opinion. You feel me? I think I think that gets lost in a lot of translation translation of like it's all opinionated. But it don't matter, man. But yeah, man, I think that's that's tough for me. So I think my fourth spot was really a juggle between Maya Moore and uh, Zeke because she was smacking. As soon as she, as soon as she touched basketball, she was just smacking everybody. You huh, huh, huh. I think she won three of them things. And the NBA, I mean WNBA, she won the first championship Minnesota ever had. Then she won two or three. I mean, one or two more of them. I don't remember exactly. She won MVP. She she did her thing. So, man, that, that was that's a tough. That's way tougher than uh, NBA. So, uh, my last one I'll throw at you. Try to go through this a little quick. Uh, I don't even know if we should do this, but I don't even know how we're gonna do it. But <laughs> Who is gonna be tough for sports overall? Not just basketball, not just NBA, but every single sport in this world. Yo, Mount Rushmore. So this is the goat of goats. 